Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Jesus is a heartbeat, the blood inside of the face, the life inside of the Everywhere I go, oh, Jesus is a 
if you just turn in, we are on the book of Acts, chapter 10, and we are reading from verse 9. So I read, the next day, as they went on their journey and drew near the city, Peter went up on the house top to pray. About the sixth hour, verse 10, then he became very hungry and wanted to, to eat. I wanted to eat, but while they made ready, he fell into a trance. Uh, verse 11, and saw heaven open and, oh, and, and an object like a gray sheet bound at the four corners, descending to him and laid down to the earth. Verse 12, it were all kinds of four-footed animals of the earth, wild beasts, creepy things, and bears of the air. And a voice came to him, rise, Peter, kill and eat. Verse 14, but Peter said, Not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything common or unclean. Verse 15. And a voice spoke to him again the second time. What God has claimed, you must not call common. This was done. Obvious was taken up into heaven again. Verse uh, Verse 17. Now, why Peter wondered within himself what this vision, what this vision which he had seen meant? Behold, the man who had been sent from Colonials had made inquiry for Simon's house and stood before the gate. It's amazing. Then, verse 18. And they called and asked whether Simon, whose surname was Peter, was lodging there about the vision. The Spirit said to him, Behold, three men are seeking you. Verse 20. Arise, therefore, go down and go with them, doubting nothing, for I have sent them. Verse 21. Then Peter went down to the man who had been sent to him from Colonius and said, Yes, I am he whom you seek. For what reason have you come? Verse 22. And they said, Colonius the centurion, man, one who fears God and has a good reputation among all the nations of the Jews, was divinely instructed by a holy angel to summon you to his house and to hear words from you. Can imagine how they describe their master. So sweet. Verse 23. Then he invited them in and lodged them. On the next day, Peter went away with them and saw uh, brethren from Joppa accompanying him. Hallelujah. Amazing. 
So we uh, last week we talked about Colinius had a vision and he sent uh, based on that vision he was instructed to send for Peter and he sent a delegation, right? And we just had a quick uh, description of Colinius by his uh, uh, boys and. Uh, Colonial was religious. He was a devout man, generous, respected. However, he was still spiritually separated. He was still lacking in one thing, and uh, and 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 because of that, he needed to understand the gospel. God sent Peter to present to him the truth about salvation. And in the process of, or before he sent Peter to, to that errand to remove, to, to set in place before Peter actually won't go on that uh, journey. Now, if we can revise back to Acts chapter 9, you see uh, from verse 36, the last verse of that chapter, you saw Peter perform a wonderful miracle. He just raised up Dukas, who had been dead. Then, what is amazing in this chapter as well is the fact that Peter, at the end of he lodged in a house of a somebody who profession is to turn. In other words, it's a tanner. The guy is a tanner. That is in verse 33, I mean verse 43 of chapter 9. So it was that he stayed many days in Joppa with Simon a tanner. Just like the name said. He stayed with, with a tanner. And at the home of Simon, a tanner of hives, a leather walk, that is a leather walker. Now, tanners made animal hides into leather. Now, what is significant is that Peter was at Simon's house because tanning involved contact with dead animals. And Jewish law considered considered this profession of clean occupation. So Peter was already beginning the process of breaking down his prejudice against people and customs that did not adhere to Jewish religious traditions. You know, there are so many things we as individuals have to break. And this is one of the things that was in Peter. So, we see to be a, a tanner was not desirable or socially acceptable in Israel, 
Etana had to deal with dead animals, contrary to Jewish ceremonial practices, not to mention the unpleasantness of the work itself and its attendance order. Like I said last time, chapter 10 and chapter 11, that is these two chapters, mark an important point in the book of Acts because those who were scattered by persecution from Jerusalem had been preaching the gospel only to the Jews. Now, the gospel has to be taken to other places, other people. So at this point, they began to overcome their prejudices and carry the message of Christ to the Gentiles. And this is where we are today and with Peter's own vision that pertains to what? The eating and the not eating of clean and unclean animals. So we so according to when according to uh time will not permit me to go to uh, uh Leviticus chapter eleven. You have time just read the whole of book of Leviticus it's about those areas that the Lord was talking about clean and unclean four footed and all kinds of uh, animals about birds that we need to eat not to eat at that time but now we have the, these animals we can eat is being cleaned, is being sanctified. They say what God has cleansed, you must not call kama. For example, pork is clean. From pork we have bacon and all kinds of uh, formulations from from uh, pork. And they are very tasty and delicious. But at that time we we, we could not eat them. So according to the Jewish law, uh, certain food were forbidden. So the food law made it difficult for Jews to eat with Gentiles without risking defilement. So if we eat it with them, we defy ourselves. So in fact, the Gentiles themselves were often seen as unclean. So Peter's vision meant that he should not look upon the Gentiles as inferior people whom God will not redeem or whom God has not redeemed. So before having the vision, Peter would have thought that a Gentile Roman official could not become a follower of Christ. Before the vision, they will just conclude, no, 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 you cannot. You can't. You are not a Jew. Before you can, you have to first of all become a Jew. Then begin to talk about 
Jesus Christ. And this was what was happening in the book of Galatians chapter 2. You'll see it there. So we see that Peter's vision meant that he should not look upon the Gentiles as inferior people whom God would not or had not redeemed. Before leaving the vision, I mean, before having the vision, like I said, Peter would have thought that his Gentile Roman official could not become a follower of Christ. Afterward, he understood that it was his responsibility to go with the messengers into a Gentile home and take colonials, the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ. All this while, colonials has been, I mean, Peter had been steeped in Jewish tradition and filled with certain bias, uh, racism, uh, discrimination, uh, and all kinds of prejudices. Peter was convinced his views on the Gentiles were correct until it has until until the law vision three times. So he was convinced that his views on the Gentiles were correct. He took a three-part heavenly vision for God to change Peter's mind. In other words, Peter had an encounter with God based on his prejudice. So God has to break him down by coming in a vision. So he had a contact with God, and God said, what I have already claimed, you must not turn back and begin to say it's not clean. So you must not call what has been cleansed, come up. That is unclean. So one of the most basic and practical lessons from this encounter is that when God speaks, we must not challenge what he says. Doubting God is the rebellion of our forefathers in the garden. So when God says something so, we must not debate with him. And that now our right response, humble submission to his revealed proof. We should not try to argue with God over some point that he has already made clear. He has already made it clear once and Peter keep on saying what God has claimed was not called, I mean, uh, Peter was saying, saying, not so, Lord, 
and God keeps saying what God has saying must not call karma. Okay, so we see this written in the red. In the, in the red, Jesus came. Meaning, Jesus came in a vision to him, and he was saying, standing for God. So, what God has cleaned, you must not call karma. So Jesus appeared, and he began to clean, uh, break down those prejudices. And we see all these kind of situations today in in the church. We see it uh, in many places. Uh, not only church, you find at businesses, um, schools, all kinds of prejudice. You find it, especially on Sunday, and you find the churches very divided. You find, uh, uh, go to some churches, you find the congregation is just one, not multiracial. You find this is just completely black, find that one completely white. Sometimes I begin to wonder what's going on. Because we are not addressing the issue. The leaders are not addressing the issue. Sometimes we okay, let let me see. The leaders they are the one who should be addressing the issue. But if we are not confronting it, we just see what is going on in the uh, in in the community or in the public. Then we just take another sermon, just ignore it. And not talk about it, or we we just pray. There are things that we need to address. There are issues that leaders need to address, especially in the church, because in the church, that is where we now gather together in the name of Jesus Christ. So we are talking about what can God do for us? How can we reach out to our neighbors? So if we are not addressing special issues, we are hiding away from the main source of our problem today, which is prejudice. Nearly everywhere you find that the leader in the church will not talk about it, probably based on the fact that he himself have an encounter with Jesus before he actually comes to the reality of it. Okay, let's assume that he has already done that. He understood that we have to reach out to both sides. Now, the members how would he be able to confront the members? If he brings the situation, brings the matter to the members, 
probably it probably be scale that half of the church will go. Still some of the members will not like other people. They will probably go. They will go. See? So that is where we are. That's why my time is two minutes left. Don't have time to go in depth. But I, I just want to believe that you understand what I'm talking about. You know what I, the issue I'm talking about. And we need to address this issue. If we are hiding away from the church, I mean, if we are hiding away, hiding away from this issue in the church, we are not going to go anywhere. Yes, we are performing miracles. We are doing signs and wonders. But we are hiding away from prejudice. I don't know. We, 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 how can we reach out to other people? Just reach out to your, to your singular people. But we have to reach out to other people. We have to be able to reach out to other people. We have to be able to touch other people, other nations. Hallelujah. Very important. You saw he just performed uh, the raising from the dead. You see, because he was racist or uh, having a, a prejudice him from performing that miracle, but he still has something in him. But God wants to use him more, and he has to kind, he has to uh, still uh, break that issue, that barrier which is going to prevent him from reaching, uh, spreading the gospel to other uh, people, the Gentiles, the non-Jews. And that is what God did. And this issue was not completely done with, with him because when he was in uh, Antioch, he was beginning to uh, play in double-sided hypocrites until uh, Paul had seen him up. And uh, uh, read that in uh, Galatians chapter 2. So my time is run out. So I believe we need to uh, address this, this issue uh, since we are following Christ. So important. So God bless you. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you today. Bless every man, every woman. Reach us, touch us, we submit to your Holy Spirit today, cleanse us, any area that is not good in us, like this, your men and women had an encounter with you, Lord, let also have an encounter with you, any, any area that we are lacking, we need your help, break us down. Let us be the vessel you want to use to other nations. We bless you, Lord, and help us to know you. Help us to know who you really are in the name of Jesus. God bless you, and God keep you till we see you again.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.